Welcome to Freshwater Cleveland's Fresh Faces podcast. Freshwater Cleveland is an online publication focused on the people, places, and projects shaping and transforming our city. This podcast focuses on the first part of that equation, the catalytic talent making change in Cleveland. I'm Jen Jones Donatelli. For our first four episodes, we're featuring the creative, courageous, and resilient Fresh Innovators, a group of talented professionals recognized by the Cleveland Leadership Center and Freshwater Cleveland in August 2019. In this series, we'll be shining a light on the work these four Clevelanders are doing to affect change in our community. Today's Fresh Faces guest is Shelly Grayson. Shelly is a true multi-hyphenate who has combined her 18 years of experience in event planning, PR, and marketing to launch Evolve, a brand new event venue and colorful co-working space for women entrepreneurs. It's an extension of her work as the founder of Glow Cleveland, a support system and launching pad for Cleveland's entrepreneurial community. Shelly was also one of four fresh innovators honored by Freshwater Cleveland and the Cleveland Leadership Center in August. Welcome, Shelly. Thank you. So happy to be here. So congratulations on the launch of Evolve. I know you just launched in August. So how would you describe the space to someone who hasn't been there before? Give us your elevator pitch. Okay. So it's a 5,000-square-foot warehouse, and it's located in the heart of Cleveland adjacent to downtown. When you come in, it's really just a big, giant, open concept space that has a bunch of different aspects to it that increase the versatility of the use of the space. So we have mobile walls, which nobody else has, really cool, can be used as photography backdrops or separation of space. We have one of the only infinity walls, like ours in the region, which people are really excited to come in and use. We have a kitchen right smack in the middle, as well as beautiful, colorful murals. And one of the aspects that we like to use to differentiate what we're trying to do is really supportive of the creative community. Whereas we've really marketed to the creative community, now we're bringing them in to really create different aspects, such as the new mural that we have, our restrooms were painted by graffiti artists. And then we have also attached to the event space, a co-working studio for women that is new, and we're continuing to build that out as well. Awesome. And I want to kind of dive into each of those elements, starting with color and art, because I know they're integral parts of the identity of Evolve. So how did you work with local artists to kind of bring the vision to fruition? And what the heck is an infinity wall? <laughs> <laughs> so one of the first things you'll see when you pull up to our space is our garage door, which is painted by Bob Peck. And he's a local muralist. And that was painted by him two years ago when we opened. And we just added another element of a butter fly to it. And so everything is about this sort of transformational mission and component to the space. So like I said, before you even come into the space, you know sort of what we're about, which is being bold. And then also we have this really cool other mural inside that was created by a local artist, Thomas Conger. And it is just um, a wall of color. And so, again, it's about versatility, being able to use it for photography backdrops and whatnot. The infinity wall. So the technical term is a cyclorama, and it was already in the space. And there were actually quite a few of these that were built in the area that I'm in, in this industrial area, and very few are still around. I have the only one that you can actually come in and rent. So it looks like a big giant cube on its side. It's hard to explain, but it's basically just a big giant white wall that you can really come in and create and use in whichever way that you would like. 
I love the idea that the space is kind of a blank canvas that entrepreneurs can use in different ways. So you talked about two years ago, and I know that this has been kind of coming to fruition for a long time because you did launch two years ago as Glow Cleveland. So tell us a little bit about the evolution of this idea. No pun intended, since it's called <laughs> know, Evolve, right? and kind of how you got started. Yeah, so I always envisioned having a large space. I mean, for decades, I've wanted to have one. And I've had many iterations to my life, sort of what I've done in my career. And so I came across an opportunity to have a space actually in a different building. And I wanted to build it out to support the creative community. So from photographers to videographers, dancers, performers, and whatnot, because of another part of who I am as an artist, and I'm a performer as well. And so Glow Cleveland started with a couple others, and we just wanted to look at how you could use space to bring together people to cultivate community and connection. So I ended up not staying in that physical space and moved over to where I am now and have been there. It was two years in April and again, was very focused on giving space to the creatives in Cleveland and allowing them a space to hone their craft and try out different ideas and incubate different concepts and whatnot. So as it sort of, again, evolved, which is why I call it Evolve, because I feel that as a business and an entrepreneur, you really need to be able to be flexible. And part of that is this idea of transformation and evolution of an idea or a concept that you have initially and looking at how can you constantly be changing it? How can you look at it in terms of impact? And are you doing exactly what you need to do for your specific market to sustain it? So with all of that said, Glow Cleveland is really a social impact business. It's a social enterprise, which is a little bit, it's not a, a huge market for social enterprises in Cleveland, but I'm looking to change that. So we're a for-profit impact-driven business. And really what we're focusing on now is supporting female entrepreneurs and female founders like myself. Because I am one and I know that I've had a lot of challenges along the road, especially in terms of funding, in terms of growing my team and, you know, all these different things that we need to look at when we're trying to scale up. I'm looking to also create a platform for other women who are going through similar situations in their business and their ideas, and we can pull resources together to collectively change that. And in terms of the pivot towards supporting entrepreneurs and specifically female entrepreneurs, there is a rise across the nation in women-only co-working spaces. So why do you think that is and why is it so necessary here in Cleveland? Yeah, you know, I've been fascinated by co-working and flexible workspaces, and it's a growing trend. It's a billion-dollar market now. And one, I just really like the concept of it because you are coming into a space with no overhead. I'm the one with the overhead, <laughs> right? But I'm helping others have sort of that freedom to be able to have that community, that space, and all of that without, again, like I said, you know, a lease or, or whatnot. So co-working to me is the new way of working. It's the new way of doing business. And I wanted to look at what other models like WeWork and some of these bigger institutions and companies are doing and tweak it so that we create our own niche market. So when I started to do research, I was like, wow, there are like at least five to six strong female co-working businesses, actually one called The Wing that is supported by WeWork. And so we're seeing this growing trend and, and we're seeing the need 
for space for women specifically to come together. Now, that's not to say that we don't want to be inclusive of everyone. That's why I have the event space adjacent, which is for everybody. But what I want is that that studio and that space that women come not only to work, because a lot of co-working is very focused on physical workspace, but we want to create connection. We want to create a network. We want to create an ecosystem. So how I'm looking at it differently than most co-working spaces is that when you come in at different membership levels, we can actually broker for your services to our clients. So one of our female members, our founding member, Teresa, she's with uh, Sugar Bowl Creative, and she's a female videographer. And female videographers, at least in Cleveland, are very hard to find. And so what I wanted to do, obviously, is leverage her talent and business acumen and creativity and be able to say to clients coming in for events, I have a videographer here that's part of Glow and part of Evolve. So the idea is that I'm carefully curating my memberships so that it's not just for everybody, you know, to have private workspace and we have shared space options as well, but that I'm looking at what do you do for a business? How does it align with our mission? And how can everybody that's coming in as a member help one another build? So I love this idea of a rising tide of women helping lift each other up and support each other in business. And we were talking right before the podcast, and you told me a bit of a mind-blowing statistic, which was that 2.2% of $130 billion in venture capital went to women last year. So that is abominably low. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And we are working to shift that. And I know that you tapped into a resource called Honeycomb Credit when you were building your business and starting to build out Evolve. How are you using Honeycomb Credit to grow Evolve Cleveland? Tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, so I was running up against a wall when it came to trying to scale up my business. So typical of most entrepreneurs, you're doing everything yourself. And I have been doing pretty much everything, you know, marketing, you name it, myself. And I really needed funding and I needed lending. And I I was having a really difficult time finding anything that was going to be able to work for me. And so I was at a jumpstart event, Startup Scale Up, and it was an all-female, one of the workshops. And it was specifically talking about funding. And I asked a question about how is it that someone in my position can find something that isn't so difficult. Like, I just feel like it shouldn't be this difficult to find even the smallest amount, you know, just five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 to get you kind of to where you need to be. So at the end, a woman named Dora came up to me from Honeycomb Credit, and she said, let me help you. I have something that can work for you. And so she started to tell me about the concept of crowdfinancing, which I hadn't heard of. I had only heard of crowdfunding. And so I was super intrigued because I love the concept of crowdfunding because it's community-based. And you know that people are investing in you because they believe in what you're doing. It's not just about what they can get in return. What was interesting about this is that it is investing, right? So I ran a campaign. It was a couple of months. I ran the campaign and we raised $16,000 over the course of, you know, this eight-week period. And what's, what was so cool about it is that they already have a community built in of investors, right? So once you get the campaign launch, which they're very hands-on, which was another reason why I was always um, reluctant to do a crowdfunding campaign is because you're doing the video yourself. You're doing everything yourself because these are large platforms. They don't have people that are like calling you up and and whatever. Anyway, so she um, helped with everything from start to finish getting this campaign set up, including having a launch party at my studio, which gave me tons of visibility 
Channel 5 came out. Um, they did a big expose on us, and it was awesome. And then we were able to raise the money because not only are you utilizing your own network, but theirs as well. And they have upwards of 500 investors that are kind of just sitting and waiting and looking at up-and-coming campaigns. So that's what was so cool about Honeycomb is that it just felt like it was authentic and it felt like it was about community and about what it was that I was doing as a small business owner. And how will you be able to put that $16,000 into play as you grow Evolve? Yeah, so I had a lot of um, just small capital improvements that I needed to make to the space. So updating the flooring, um, we'll do some things to the kitchen. A lot of this will be focused on getting the co-working studio built out, which is workable now, but obviously I want to make it look as best I can. So we'll be getting furniture, desks, chairs, things like that. And then just a little bit of capital, you know, for us to work with. So... What's exciting about it is that I was able to do it, you know, and sometimes as an entrepreneur, you just want to give up and say, forget it, I can't do this. And this just proved that conceptually people are really excited and interested about what I'm doing. And I love the idea of tapping into crowd financing and trying a new platform and a new model that really serves the way you work. So I think that's really cool. Yes, thank you. Um, So you said that there's a lot of events in the works. So tell us what's coming down the pipeline at Evolve and how can people get involved? Yeah, so one of the exciting things with this pivot in terms of focusing more on women and supporting women business owners is that I've aligned with a really great group and we're having monthly mastermind events. And so we'll be doing more with those and growing those into micro conferences and symposiums and larger workshops. So right now we have, you know, about 50 women come out for different events. The last one was focused on social media. The next one on October 25th will be all about content creation. And that's really what our space lends itself to. So I think it's really exciting what we're trying to build in terms of these local women-centric networking groups. So I'm trying to be that hub that sort of pulls all these groups together. And as that happens, more and more events will come online. So rather than Shelly trying to organize and produce uh, events, which is a very time-consuming thing to produce events, I'm trying to really find others that can align with me and we can plan and produce things together. So there'll be a lot coming online in 2020, again, specific to this growing community of women. And there'll also be other things where anyone can come in that will have maybe headshot days and, you know, things that business owners and even just business people and professionals in and of themselves need. And we really want to be that space for content creation specifically in branding. And I know that you're a Cleveland boomerang, much like myself, because I moved back here two years ago after living in L.A. for 16 Mm. years. So tell us a little bit about your connection to Cleveland and what brought you back. Yeah, so I... Born and raised Cleveland. I love Cleveland. I, in my 20s, briefly moved out west. I was in Arizona, California, and then I came back because my family's here, and it's just I need my family around me. So I came back and was married, had a child, went through divorce, you know, did the whole thing, went to college, got my master's, and at one point I did also move back to, I went out to Oregon for a bit and then moved back. So it's like I'm always, you know, it's like a magnet. I really feel the need to be here to make an impact. And I feel like, you know, I could move other places if I wanted to, but I feel like 
of the things that I think we really need to grow and create and cultivate here, even though sometimes it can be challenging that if I can make it happen here, I can, I'm going to be able to make it happen anywhere. And the idea of Glow Cleveland is that there will be other glows. There will be in other cities and other evolves, you know, so everything I do, I create these platforms and I look at how can then I take these into other cities, even cities that I've lived in, cities that really inspire me. Like I really, love obviously going to New York because of everything that's happening there and in Brooklyn and I was just recently out in Wynwood, Miami to look at all the street art and there's just um, a lot of opportunity here I think to really cultivate something amazing. And you've talked about the word impact a lot. You mentioned Evolve and Glow Cleveland as being impact-based businesses and you yourself personally are invested in making an impact. So if we're sitting here five years from now, what's the impact that you're hoping Evolve will make for Cleveland's female entrepreneurs? I think looking at my own experiences and difficulties and challenges, and I know that I'm not alone in those. So creating the solutions, creating the resources, the platforms for these women to be able to utilize. So again, as I talk about funding, I'm looking to potentially create a GLOW fund that will be by and for women. So women can invest into this fund and then invest into other women. Looking at how can I create this incredible, flexible workspace environment that women are lining about the door to be part of, you know? And it's all, it's again, it's about like the vibe. It's about what are you getting from Evolve and us that you're not going to get at another co-working space. And Glow Cleveland in and of itself about transforming people, places, and spaces. You know, that is what we want to do, not just in the studio. We want to be out in the community. We want to be looking at ways we can activate other spaces in Cleveland that sort of need that. So I would say, you know, if we can really, if we look at impact, the impact is on lives, it's on minds, it's on spirits, it's on women. And it's looking at, you know, how can we come together and create this unstoppable force? Works for me. (laughs) And I know this has been a two-year journey for you, and you've alluded to some of the challenges and obstacles you've faced along the way. So what has been the biggest challenge you've faced in kind of mounting this ambitious venture, (laughs) and how did you overcome it? Where do I begin? (laughs) My goodness. It's like... It's been many lives. You know, I look at the life of like a butterfly, and that's why I always like tie back. A lot of my work has been around the concept of a butterfly and the transformational process of getting to where your end goal is and what you really are passionate about, what, what it is you're trying to do, right? So each iteration of the studio, and I look at it almost in years, like the first year was one thing and the next year was the other, and now it is this beautiful, emerging and evolving space. I would say the biggest challenge for me is to get through those lows. And I think what is so awesome about what we're creating is that women and others that feel those lows will have the support system to get them through it. And I think the biggest challenge for me is that I didn't feel like I had that. So I'm creating it. And you talked about butterflies. <laughs> so yeah, I'm curious, butterflies. where do you go in Cleveland when you're looking for creative inspiration? Like, I love to go to the Cleveland Cultural Gardens. So what's mm. outside of Evolve, what's your happy place here in Cleveland? So I have a few. My super happy place that I go to 
to just like immerse myself in another world is our art museum. I think the Cleveland Art Museum is free, <laughs> one, and incredible, too. Just walking around and looking at art and even walking around the outside in that whole area of University Circle, I'd love to go to. I also love to immerse myself in nature. So I go to the beaches often. I go to the metro parks. And I always try to sort of center myself because I think, again, one of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur and stepping into that fear of I'm actually doing this and I'm doing this on my own is that you get overwhelmed. And so I always try to find those spaces that can kind of like balance me back out. And those are my go to's. So you yourself are a performer and artist. So where can we see you performing around town and how can we support you as an artist? (laughs) I wish I had time. I don't have time to do anything with it right now. So my background was in theater and also singing most of my life. And then I got into, as I aged, into more performance art. And so I was doing a little bit of that as well. But for now, like, I'm so inundated by the business that I don't have time to create, which is very sad. But I will. So I'm sorry. Nowhere. It's okay. <laughs> you're you come the... say hi to me anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you're in the ramping up phase. So yeah. I think your time will really open up. And I love that you are devoting your energy and time to creating a great space for Cleveland's female entrepreneurs. It's very needed. So how, if people want to join the co-working space, mm-hmm. get involved, attend events, what's the best way to learn more about Evolve and what you're doing? Yeah, so we have just a simple landing page right now for our website is glointhecity.com. And then we're very active on our Instagram, which is glo underscore Cleveland. And there you'll find, you know, very up-to-date information, photos, ads, all kinds of things as we sort of build out more of our branding. Great. Well, we're looking forward to seeing how it continues to evolve. (laughs) And we thank you for your time today, Shelly. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Freshwater Cleveland's Fresh Faces podcast, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Special thanks to executive producer Michael D'Aloya, plus producer Hannah Leach and audio engineers Dave Douglas and Sean Rule Hoffman. You can get more Freshwater Cleveland by subscribing to our weekly newsletter at freshwatercleveland.com or find us on social media on Facebook and on Twitter at FreshwaterCLE. We'll see you next time. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.